Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation happens. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride from author to author. We want to give you an experience where you learn and enjoy the conversation. Authors tell you about their journey, you learn about new books, and at the end of the day, you go home with a smile on your face because the Author's Porch is a beacon of light bringing you home to the family you never knew you had. We hope that you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every great conversation happens. Super stoked to be coming to you this afternoon. And there's a very special reason why, because we have our author coming to us all the way from Spain. How are you doing, Lisa? I'm good. Thank you so much. Or should I say hola? <laughs> right? <laughs> so, guys, like, I am I'm stoked because Lisa gave be a special gift she sent me her children's books and me and Elvis this morning got to cuddle on the couch before I headed into work I'm on my lunch break guys getting to do a podcast all the way in Spain and uh, me and Elvis got to cuddle this morning so it's been a fabulous day by the way we got to cuddle this morning and read the super cutest children's book ever and it's all about music and just these cool animals and it's all because of lisa baker so lisa was a music teacher for over 15 years and she gave it all up she gave it all up and she's traveling the world like wow lisa <laughs> like i couldn't imagine you and your husband just packed up and you're just you're just doing your thing and on top of that she says and i want to write these children's stories as well i got goosebumps for that it's um, a dream I never knew that I had. <laughs> so how long have you been in Spain? Oh, actually, we just arrived yesterday. We came from, okay, we came from nine degrees Celsius in Oslo, Norway. So let's see, nine degrees, it's cold. There was snow on the ground. Yeah. And we were just at the beach. We were at the beach today and it's like 75 degrees here. So we were just in Oslo. Uh, Norway. And okay, this this story, I'm going to do it really quick, but it is amazing. So we're, we've been traveling for eight months, eight months, we sold everything. We've been traveling for eight months. So in, in this planning, uh, we can only plan about a month out. So yeah. we're like, oh my gosh, I want to go see Andrea Bocelli sing somewhere. Where is he playing? Where is he singing? No. Oslo, Norway. We booked it. We booked it. We, I mean, did you get to, to see that. him sing? Did you? Yes. Yes. <gasps> Dream come true. Absolutely. And he's amazing. Amazing. And brought on some amazing um, <sighs> people to sing to sing with him and play. Oh, gosh. I was in absolute heaven. I really was. It was it was a dream. And that's something that, that this lifestyle kind of affords us. Yes, yeah. I miss teaching. I I. I look at kids if kids are out there i'm like oh i miss i really do miss that but what i'm doing right now and and it just came about so just suddenly it really did it was just a, a, a rather sudden thing um yeah. but i get to i'm i'm constantly learning i'm constantly yeah 
being inspired by things. So yeah, that, that Oslo, well, that was a very, very special one. And, and, and only, we were only there for six days and that's not normal for us. We normally spend like, ideally we spend a month in a city. Wow. Well, a month in a country, I should say it that way, more like a month in a country. But the experiences that you're getting, you're really deep diving into the music experience. Like the you're you're like fully enveloped into this whole circle of what you have lit you live and breathe for 15 years and you were teaching the kids about this and now you're living it. Yeah, getting to experience um, instruments, um, in Turkey, this, uh, I don't remember, I see, this is so bad. I don't remember the name of the type of guitar. Um, I have it written down, but it's this, we were hiking and this group of young adults were sitting there playing, singing, like, come on over. We sat there for two hours with them. We, oh they got gosh. to practice their English. This was in, um, oh, I'm going to do this. That's the hard part about this. When you go, have gone yeah. to as many cities, it was, it's in Turkey. I, I feel bad. I can't think of it. Um, but, but we got to, we got to talk. Then they invited us and made us dinner the next night. I mean, it, these people that we meet are, are just absolutely incredible. It, it's, mm -hmm. it's just been amazing. You, and you talk about learning about a new instrument. I learned, I didn't even know there were that many instruments out there. And this morning when mm -hmm. me and Elvis was reading your book and all the days, have you seen the ways an animal plays an instrument? I, I was exposed to these instruments and I'm like, what is that? And, and it was fascinating. And one of the, and the illustrations so vivid, then we go yeah. to the back of it. And they're all listed out. So kids could go and parents even could go and learn more about these instruments and expose their children to it. And I was like, she is an ultimate teacher here. She's definitely an ultimate <laughs> My teacher, teacher is showing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I found that great because a lot of people don't think about the learning part in books. Yes, we want to, because I'm a children's book author. That's how I started my oh, my awesome. authoring career is I started with, a, funny enough, a book about traveling because I wanted to tell my travel story, me and my husband, because um, we traveled the world with the Air Force. And then, right. but I said, but it's so much more interesting if if my dogs and their adventures. So Roscoe and Charlie Travels was, oh, was hatched. Okay. And it was our adventures, but through their eyes. So they go on these grand adventures in different places. And But what a lot of people don't realize is the teaching part of it. We want the kids to escape and imagination, but you can always teach them something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, I need to learn some stuff from Lisa. So that was such <laughs> a fascinating thing. But you have three books out, right? Almost. It's like... I, the author copy of my third book, not the third one written, but the third book published, um, mm -hmm. is actually sitting at our Airbnb in Seville instead of where we are here in Barcelona. <laughs> so there's just, so it's, it's out, let's say next week, as soon as I approve, look at the copy and approve it, it'll, yeah. it'll be live. And that one, I actually decided to illustrate that one's called mom. What's that sound? And oh, wow. that one was, um, I was staring at my disposal 
in my house in California. So we sold our house in California. That's why we can do this. And um, I was staring at the disposal. I turned it on and I don't like light, loud sounds. It's just, a lot of people are like that. It's just, it, it bothers me. I, I, I was like, what do kids think that that sound is? Like that could be a very scary sound. And then in my disposal, there's this um, black, it's a rubberized black thing that kind of catches the food a little bit. Well, my, yep. mine was a little old and that those triangle shapes were kind of curling in and, and it looked like teeth. And then I go, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh, it's, this, it's like a sink monster. Like a little, little kid could think that's like this monster. And so I drew this monster with the black mouth like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, this would make a perfect children's book. So I, because I was still teaching at the time, I um, kind of wrote down a couple of things and tested it out on kids. And I drew it with eyebrows, the monster with eyebrows, kind of like angry eyebrows. <laughs> and the kids are like, no, Mrs. Baker, um, that's scary. And so I just took the eyebrows off of it and, and then it was fine and they were okay with it. So then they helped me come up with other sounds. Like um, one of the sounds that's my most favorite is, is uh, the boy in, he's ne you never see the boy in the book. His name is Connor, um, but Connor thinks he hears bees in the kitchen. And he's like, and so then he, I have crayon drawings of what he imagines and then line art, because I mean, like, I'm not that great at drawing. So I could do kid, kid. <laughs> it looks like kids drawings. So it looks like Connor drew it. Um, so, so there's a, a bees. Then you turn the page, which is fun because it's like on one side, it's what he thinks it is. So then you can wait. Mm -hmm. Another teaching moment. Um, okay, so what do you think that sound could actually be? Let's think about what would be in the kitchen that makes a kind of a buzzing sound. You turn the page and it's the, spoiler alert, it's a coffee grinder. Um, so it's the coffee grinder that sounds like bees. And, and so he's really using his imagination. So so I did the art when we were in, in December, when we were um, spending a month in Albania. So I'm sitting oh there goodness. at this Airbnb right on the beach and I'm, yeah. I'm doing this drawing. So, so that book was interesting um, because it's just... Oh, a book by itself, because the other two books are actually series, um, which I've written. So the, in all of your days, have you seen the ways an animal plays an instrument is actually a series. Uh -huh. The next really? one is mm -hmm. the next one is with an illustrator. Um, and it's been with an illustrator for a while, <laughs> long while. Oh. That one is in all of your days. Have you seen the ways an animal plays a game? And that one's fun because it's games that actually our parents would have played. So it's not, it's like tiddlywinks and pickup sticks and we'll tag oh, pickup sticks. Um, Mother May I is in there. So I don't know if yeah. people know Mother May I. Um, dodgeball's in there because it's fun. Yeah. Um, and so that one has a hidden symbol. It's a little chess piece, but it's actually, there's more than one on a page. So in the back of the book, you're going to be able to scan and guess if you put your guess as to how many chess pieces are in there, you'll get a sticker sent to you. And then oh, the third, wow. yeah, that'll be fun. And the third book in that series um, happens to be my favorite is In All of Your Days, Have You Seen the Ways an Animal Plays Pretend? And this one is, it's just, oh. it's so special. That one's actually already done. It's not out. I'm not going to put it out because book two needs to happen because that's the same illustrator. 
she wasn't going to do the third book. So I hired another illustrator and he's done already with it. So I'm sitting mm. on this gorgeous art. It's even better. I love you, Joy. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's just different. She's starting yeah. out. He's established. So this, yeah. so I can't put that book, third book out first or second. I can't right. do it. So the pretend one. So one of my favorite things is taking ordinary items and seeing what you can pretend with it. So yeah. it's, it's a little, they're little kid animals. They're still animals, but they're like little kids. So it's um, one of my favorite is have you, oh gosh, after being served by your waiter, did you see the alligator use a spatula or spoon and grater as a flight simulator? So you take the, it's a flat grater. That's the mm -hmm. instrument panel. He's pretending that that grater is this way. And then he's got the wooden spoon. I think it's wooden spoon or spatula. I can't even remember now. That's terrible. And then, mm -hmm. so you see him pictured with the items. Then you see his thought bubble of him as the pilot yeah. or the, the, in the flight simulator. So he's, so there, so there's always taking ordinary things, these animals and they're pretending. So this is a really good book for imagination is what can you yeah. come up with? What can you do? Um, hidden symbols again in there too. Um, it's actually the, it's, yeah. And I think it's important what, what you're bringing to children in these books, because children's imaginations and exploring those imaginations through different textures, different things that they touch, different things that they see and in different places, because you said waiter and the different thing that a waiter brought mm -hmm. is so important because sometimes they don't think that every place they go, they can use their imaginations. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah, it's um, that one. I didn't <laughs> I didn't set out to write books, first of all. I definitely didn't set out to write a series This that just kind of just happened. Um, I was using the word, doing a play on the word plays. So plays, an instrument, plays a game, plays pretend are the three different books. I could probably even do more. I don't know, but I plays a joke. I don't know, something, but, um, but that's it, a good it's, one. It's a good one. <laughs> it I'd have to be careful with that one because I am a very big punk prankster you ask anyone in my family yeah we play jokes you have um, kids playing pranks on their kid on uh their parents for days oh that would be that'd be a best the, e the emails the emails i get from the parents <laughs> yeah so you said you didn't set out to write no, books you didn't no. well, what did you set out to do what was what was your i'm a reason, music teacher purpose yeah, I'm a me. All I, I, and I loved doing that. And, and it just, I've always, okay. So I've always loved to write. I write, um, just starting with my high school creative writing class. That was a lot of fun. I got a, a couple of poems pub published. Poetry has always been my favorite rhyming and, and, even when I tell my students instructions, I give them instructions, I'll say it in a rhyming way because it's silly. They think it's funny. They, and then, and then they try to continue. So this whole book thing, it was just, I had a student who was supposed to be naming an instrument uh, or, well, I'm in class. And, and so I say, name a string instrument and a first grader raises her hand and she goes, um, a carp. 
and I'm thinking, okay, what, um, a car, well, do you even know what a carp is? And she <laughs> said, yes, it's, uh, is, are we, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, we're losing you a little bit. Are we still here? Okay. Are we here? Yeah. Oh my god! There we go. There was a little blip, but it makes for good entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, so little girl answers carp. And I said, do you know what a carp is? She says, yes, it's a fish. And I was surprised. A first grader knew that a carp was a fish. And she goes, I'm sorry, Mrs. Baker. I meant to say harp. And I go, Summer, that is so funny. If a carp was playing a harp, that'd be so silly. And I go, Summer, you should draw a picture of that for me. Because I like when kids... I mean, I I never really expect them to remember because I only see them every week. So next, the next week shows me the picture. I put it up on the bulletin board and another mom who was currently writing a children's book goes, Lisa, that would be a really cute children's book. And I'm like, okay, sure. I, I didn't. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'm so busy with work. I'm so busy because I also work for uh, at a um, children's theater too. So it's like, wow. It was a couple of big, heavy jobs. And then I was yep. performing too. You know, th- 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 there's just, Goodness there's a lot. Gracious. A lot. I like to keep busy. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so, yeah. so then, um, so then it came time. Oh, my husband was taking our daughter on a trip for, cause she had just graduated in um, high school. So they were going away and I don't do alone. I don't like to be alone. I don't do alone. Oh, so then I thought, okay, well, this is as good a time as any to try to write a book. So I wrote a book and then three (laughs) and then (laughs) the the one that you featured, the one that you featured on the um, picture, Gertrude, the cow gets in trouble somehow. That was a joke that like it kind of became, it was, it came from a joke. It was the silliest thing. That's what I think, like, you know, thinking of the drain monster, the sound, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's silly because my brain is really childlike. I think I'm just going to have to but accept it. That's the most um, beautiful thing about it, though, is because you can utilize that to, to create stories to help children grow their imagination. And that's what they need. They need somebody who has a portion of their brain that never grows up you know we need adults that don't that still have a part of their brain that never grows up because those other ones that all their brain grow up mold we don't want to really talk to those folks (laughs) well i mean we do but you know well we need them 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 sometimes (laughs) yeah but you know the creatives the ones that still have that passion that 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 childlike part of their brain that still can imagine and still can have that hope and that that playfulness yeah that's the that's the that's the good stuff for lack of and i i love that and i love that i was um we spent uh let's see we were january in romania february sorry February in Romania. <laughs> um, you know, I can't keep track. We have a calendar that has all that information. And I have like a thick diary already um, 
uh, travel wow. diary. Um, but okay, so we were in Romania, and there is a uh, town called Sibiu. It's an ancient town, absolutely beautiful medieval town. And I was inspired. Uh, I haven't written it yet. I have a pretty good idea of of what I want to write. But there's there's a um, there's eyes in the houses. It's not. I mean, it's a little unnerving at first when you see it, but it's just yeah. vents in the in the sloped roofs. It's vents. And it was yeah. designed where they put their that's their dry storage. They didn't want the uh, light coming in. And and so it was just this perfect it's let's ventilation in. And I'm like, OK, there's this children's story there. So we yeah. actually went to the my husband and I went to the local library and talk to the lady. Thankfully, she spoke English. I mean, well, <laughs> enough. We worked it out and yeah. went to the children's section. And I said, do you have books here? Because, you know, I, I looked online already and I didn't see anything. But I thought, OK, well, I'm in Romania in Seabue. I should probably check. And there's nothing. So we talked about it. She goes, please write a book. Make help people to understand that Romania is a beautiful country. That doesn't, it's not all about the, what Vampires. some Americans, what's well, not, <laughs> yes, but more the um, people, the nomadic people. Oh, that, yeah, okay. The, yeah. So we're, we would like to try, they would like to try to get away from that. She didn't really mention vampires, but yeah, that the whole vampire thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, I, and, I, I get that. Oh my gosh, those people are so amazing. We met some absolutely incredible people there. And, and it's such a beautiful and very inexpensive place to visit. Rashov, Sibiu, um, Sigushwara, Timishwara, all of these midi and everything that's there is from, I shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> there are things that are there from a long time ago, not everything. Um, still yeah. towers from the 1200s. But come on, it's just incredible. So yeah, and, and the neat thing is I met someone in Bucharest that can translate. So That's awesome. I've, got that, I've got that project just like right there, ready to go. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I... I love, so the closest I ever got in that area, I've been to Kosovo and I went to Bulgaria and after Bulgaria, the rest of the team went to Romania, but, um, but my part of the team went back home. Uh, we didn't get to follow on to Romania and I was oh, like, so close. So I was, I was upset that I didn't get to go, but um, we kept in contact with the because there was two teams, my team and then the other team. The other team went to Romania. My team went home. But we kept mm -hmm. it close with the other uh, contact with the other team and the the stories they told us and the pictures that we got to see on their Facebook. I was so jealous. It was oh, so wow. beautiful. So I definitely understand what you're talking about. I didn't mm -hmm. get to see it firsthand. Yeah. Um, but are, do you think that you'll tell a lot of stories about your travels? Are there are there children's books in there? Not just about Romania, but the other places. You think? I don't know. Um, I am. I had actually already planned on another Gertrude. Gertrude is a series. There's a next one coming out. That's with the illustrator right now. So it should be out, let's say, summer. It's probably conservative to say that summer, but definitely by Christmas. Um, so 
So I have a third one for Gertrude. I came actually came up with that idea um, when we went to Scotland last year on a cruise that should have happened in 2020. So that cruise oh got pushed goodness. to yeah. just last May. Yeah, I think it was last May um, when I first met a Highland cow. Oh my gosh, have you seen Highland cows with the long hair and the horns? They're yeah. amazing. They're so beautiful. they are absolutely beautiful. So I'm really excited. I haven't gotten, I haven't had time to be able to write that one. I actually want the Romanian book first before, because I already have another Gertrude book coming out. So I'd like to, I'll set that aside, but again, so there is a Highland cow that's going to be an exchange student at Gertrude's school. Oh my goodness. That's adorable. Yeah. So he's going to be totally like, cause he's going to talk a little different. So we're going to talk about how people talk and we're going to talk about how people look very, very different with his, yes. you know, hat with a poof ball and his, the, Oh gosh, I, I'm, oh. I have so many ideas. That's the hard part right now. Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. I, I can't wait. You're and, going to give him all the little in the writing, you're going to give him all the little the accent writing yes it phonetically written out yep yeah so it's it's funny I, I was reading it was a romance story not a children's book but the character was was uh they were in Scotland and I was reading the character in the Scottish accent in my head and it made it so much more real and I was like oh I love him <laughs> so but um but one of the things that the the author didn't do was give it the 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 phonetic writings and but I wish they would have so definitely oh I can't wait oh, oh yeah. interesting they didn't write it phonetically no but I've okay. I've read books when they do write it phonetically and because I've I lived in England for three years and I and I was I was in Kosovo with the Irish and then I spent a lot of time in Scotland and I was all over the place that when I read it phonetically I just I'm back there and I feel it so ah. Uh, Yes. So we were just there two weeks ago <laughs> in Scotland. My heart. my heart. Oh my gosh. It was, oh, it was amazing. Got to see more Highland cows and did, did some research. I was legitimately doing research because I, I needed a name. And so I, I read a bunch of uh, children's books at one of the castle's gift shop. I'm like, this is perfect place yeah. to do research. There's kids' books right there. Um, and Fergus, nope. Was it Fergus? Yeah, it was Fergus. Uh, many, Ham, Hamish, sorry, it's Hamish. Ham, there was three Hamish books. Hamish, the, what, so it can't. I'm, I'm glad, <laughs> and I'm glad I saw that because I would have, yeah. that was going to be my name for him. So now he's going to be named something different. And I did my research and just fun. It's just so much fun. So where are you guys, how long are you in Spain for? Um, I think we're here three weeks. Um, my sister and her husband uh, just came in today. This is so cool. That's why we're in Spain oh. because she wanted to go um, practice her Spanish. And so we're meeting here. Um, so we're doing... Yeah, maybe it's like two and a half weeks. It's been weird because of normally we stay a month. Um, uh -huh. Some of the countries are a little more expensive to stay. So yeah. that's why we're yeah. not staying 
And then our, so as an American citizen, you can only stay in Schengen countries that are part of that group of countries for 90 of 180 days. And uh-huh. so we get kicked out the mid-May. So we're actually going to come back to the States um, okay. for a little bit. I can't say home because we have no home. So we're going to try to right. visit with family <laughs> yeah. and then uh, and try to um, spend, I don't know, probably probably until August, through August maybe. And then um, we'll head to Asia. So I think it's a good transition instead of going like from Europe to Asia, we'll come back home or to the U.S. and and then go try <laughs> completely different. But we started in Morocco. Like Morocco was our, all you know, jumping into this craziness. But we had a, a tour guide in all of those um, Northern Africa and Middle Eastern countries um, first, which was good. Um, Turkey, Turkey was our first time, just us in a car and and driving. I think like twenty five hundred miles or something like that. Wow. Now is this is this your lifestyle for good? Is it no, foreseeable I don't future? Think so. No, I honestly, I really miss teaching so okay. much and I don't, no, I don't think so. I think we're going to, um, I'll tell you what, we're waiting for housing prices to go down. Yeah. So we sold, we did a really good job in our uh, real estate investment. We will say that. Um, I don't want to buy right now because the prices are still too high. They haven't come down enough. So that's kind of what we're doing is initially or essentially we're waiting for housing prices to go down. So why not see the world? Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and, they're super smart financially. You've got it going on, you know? (laughs) Yeah. My, my husband is, yeah, he did, he did a really good job. Um, Well, first of all, he, he worked for 35 years at his job like it, it he he put in 35 years and he retired early 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 because we are not yeah. retirement age um so he did a really good job with that and then and then you know we did a really good job with buying low and selling high <laughs> um with that go. and i mean yes it actually we're spending a lot less traveling than we are than we would have in california um living just yeah, flat California. out my sister just asked me that i'm like no the, we our our bills I and mean, we don't have any yeah. we don't have any that's the thing we're not paying electricity and gas and and well i think we have little bit of car insurance because we actually have a car stored um yeah but there like we're not there's there's no bills. and it gives you and it gives you an insurmountable amount of time to write all these books that you have in your mind and you've got okay. so you think that uh. but <laughs> but there's these cities out here that need to be discovered and to get the content to be able to write the books so that's true we haven't unfortunately the last well, I don't know two months have not built in enough time so thankfully uh, so so we're Barcelona then Seville and then Mallorca. Mallorca, that's, that will be my writing retreat. <laughs> okay. But you've got a book coming out next week, right? Yes. And, and that's the one that's, that's Mom, What's That Sound? Okay. And that's the one you illustrated yourself, correct? Yes. Yes. 
How exciting. Where can people reach you at if they want to grab one of your books? They definitely need the, the one with all the animals and all the instruments because I loved it. They're going to get Elvis's review of it on our blog later today, if not first thing in the morning. Okay. My website is readingrhythmsandrhymes.com. R-H-Y-T-H-M, rhythms. And let me spell it. So the first, I know, not super smart on my part for that. The reasoning behind it is because I love alliteration. In fact, the second Gertrude book, so this is the first Gertrude book, Gertrude, okay. uh, Gertrude the Cow Gets in Trouble Somehow. The oh, second yeah. Gertrude book is Gertrude the Cow Discovers Alliterations Now. That one is so much fun. Um, it it uh, There's like 10 word alliterations that my, my cousin co-authored with me. Um, right. And, and it, it's, it's this. So you know how the animal groupings are like a murder of crows. They're not alliterations. They should all be. Some are. Some think a raft of, oh gosh, I can't even remember what. There are a few alliterations, but we blew the alliterations out, out of the water. I mean, they're 10 word alliterations and they're so much fun and they're zany and weird. And the, it, the illustrator is just doing a great job with it. I'm so excited about that book. That one, I think I said like end of summer, maybe early fall. Okay, so one coming out next week, one early summer into fall, and we still got books two and three mm -hmm. coming in your first series. So you are super mm -hmm. busy writing books, yes. traveling the world, yes. super excited. So I just love everything that you're doing. I love that you've got books that kids are parents of kids are going to want to read to their kids and kids are going to enjoy reading. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Did we get the website reading? You know, I hope I spelled it right because I will tell you that I have a horrible, horrible time spelling things. Um, I wish that I was as good at it. I got reading. Then rhythms are H-Y-T-H-M-S. And? And rhymes are H-Y-M-E-S. I didn't get the E. I have to uh, even. Okay. <laughs> have you typed the name of my book in all of your days? Uh, have you seen the ways an animal plays an instrument? Who? Who? <laughs> but, but it's so, so much, much fun, fun to say. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> but to type that all the time. <laughs> but I got it. I got it this time. So we've got, got it. it there. They'll click on the second one. And anyone listening to the podcast afterwards is going to be able to write it down now that we have spelled it all out for them because <laughs> Lord knows if there was not autocorrect, I would have never wrote a book a day of my life. <laughs> if there wasn't autocorrect grammarly and great editors, I would have never once wrote a book a day of my life. I've got oh, a great goodness. imagination, but I was not good at school. So thank you. For the teacher in you, thank you for every teacher out there that has ever yes. taught kids like me who was stubborn as heck. And that was one of the reasons why I didn't learn very well in school. The second reason was my ADHD. And the third reason was I just learned different than most kids. But 
there was great teachers that never gave up on me and I was able to graduate high school, get my associates and my bachelor's degree because teachers never gave up on me. So thank you for everything you did for those 15 years, what you're doing for writing these books to help children unlock their imagination and the things you're still going to do for those kids. But before we head out, I want to make sure that we gave you the time to get out everything that you wanted to get out because sometimes I just get to go and I don't think about, well, what if you did not give them enough time to talk about what they want to talk about, CJ? So did we hit every point about your books and your travels and everything that is Lisa Baker, the author, teacher extraordinaire? <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I think we hit, I think we hit a lot because there's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it's it's interesting. It's fascinating. And you are living your best life. And I commend you for that because so many people are scared of doing it. They're scared of getting outside their comfort zone. And because you've gotten outside of your comfort zone, you're actually creating more, exploring more and becoming, you, you're just glowing right now and i love that so thank you so much for coming on the show today thanks for sharing your wonderful books and giving me that precious moment with elvis this morning uh, as we read your book and i'm going to grab a copy and send it to my great niece because everybody knows my love for children's books the whole reason i became a children's book author was so that i could write write stories for my great niece Uh, that's why I write the stories that I do and I quite often collect those and send them to her so that her grandma can, my sister can read them to her. So if anyone has a children's book out there, I read them to Elvis. Elvis does reviews and we also, uh, sometimes I grab a copy so I can send to my great niece who is the love of my life. You guys catch us here on the author's porch every week and also go check out our magazine issue number eight dropped yesterday over on Amazon. So you could check that out. You can always check out our website at theauthorsporch.com. Lisa, thanks for being here. Safe travels all around the world, wherever you are, for you and your husband and your entire family. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, Lisa. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.